1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Bichana Supply Chain. This is not Hardy House. I'm speaking now with Helen McKenzie. Uh, she is a principal advisor at Procurus. So uh, Procurus is the world's first online business community dedicated to procurement and supply chains professional. So <clears throat> thanks for coming and welcome to Bichana Supply Chain, Helen.
2: Thanks very much. It's a pleasure to be with you today.
1: hmm Okay, so today's topic is woman leadership in the supply chain. But before we get in, can you please brief a bit about yourself, uh, your professional background and tell me about the brokerage.
2: Okay, um, so a bit about me, I was somebody who was good at numbers, so I became an accountant when I finished university and uh, worked in uh, the public sector, so I always thought I'd be a public servant, um, worked in uh, accounting and then went into policy and really liked the idea of um, getting in and about the core business and, and uh, making an impact. Um, But doing policy and sitting in the centre of of the organisation can be a bit frustrating because you're writing all the words, but you're not actually getting to take any action. So when I uh, had the opportunity and I got promotion, I went back to the financial world and um, got a leadership position um, back in finance. And um, luckily for me, uh, during that period, I was given the brief for procurement and fell in love with the with the subject, fell in love with the uh, power that procurement has got to have such an impact on the business and in, in public service on our communities and the world and never looked back. Um, so I finished up working in government um, after a number of roles, including doing things at national level in Scotland about 18 months ago. And i had been a member of Procurious since it started and got the opportunity to go and work over there with the team. And um, that's where I am now. So Procurious itself is, as you said, it uh, was the world's first online business community. And uh, six years ago when it started, um, it was a place where people like me who love procurement could go and hang out, uh, could ask each other uh, for advice support questions share ideas mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. since that time six years ago we've grown a thousand members so uh, we passed that milestone about a month ago and we've uh, blossomed into a, an organization that not only has the platform where people in procurement and supply chain can come and connect uh, join for free uh, meet up with each other And share ideas but also we produce uh, blog posts we produce five a week plus webinars plus podcasts like this one uh, really to uh, what we call crowdsource confidence for our community Mm -hmm. and for uh, for people out there so so that's Precurious six years old and going from strength to strength um, because of our members and because of the people that
1: contribute. Mm -hmm. Interesting All right. So I wanted to start this discussion by exploring the challenge that we may have in the recent uh, situation about the leadership. So my first question to you is uh, what are the challenges of leader in the new splendid world, uh, specifically when we speak about the COVID-19 health?
2: Okay, well, one one of the things I do at Procurious is I facilitate conversations between uh, senior leaders in procurement and supply chains. We have a roundtable programme and we also host a number of uh, what I'd call coffee breaks. So informal networking uh, calls between senior leaders. And I think um, there's a number of things that are coming out at the moment in terms of the challenges of leadership right now mm. um, I think obviously continuity of supply so depending on where you're sourcing your goods from uh, or your services from indeed mm-hmm. that uh, lockdowns um, closing of borders um, ships being in ports etc have been the obvious challenges um, that people have faced and it's not just that tier one um, supplier that people have been impacted by but right down the supply chain right down is something that people have have found the impacts that you've not anticipated mm-hmm. so that's the obvious one i think also um you know in terms of um the way that demand um for for and products has been disrupted and that um either demand has collapsed completely for for, for business so if we think um you know aviation travel uh restaurants hospitality the demands collapsed there so that's had an impact um for for uh supply chain and, and leaders in supply chain but then on the other hand absolute um explosions of demand for things you know particularly um, PPE is obviously the the example there but uh, some retail goods toilet rolls is something that we had a tremendous spike in demand for over here in the UK um, and and retail goods particular types of retail goods of uh, food etc of exposed so you know for some people it's been um, you know not being able to get the goods out or not having any demand for their goods and on the other hand you know how do we keep up with with demand at the other end i think the other challenge that we're seeing on the business side is around um cash and savings so you know not everybody's organization and, or business that they worked for had a lot of cash in the balance sheet and even if they did you know there's been a lot of pressure on people to um, try and get more cash into the business, so whether that's about renegotiating payment terms with suppliers, about cancelling contracts, about uh, you know d- negotiating different uh, different payment terms uh, across the board, that's been something that we've seen along with trying to to eke out more savings from the contracts that people have had. I think the final challenge I wanted to talk about was about the whole sort of leadership part of 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 a um, team leadership part of the brief, and you know with a lot of people now working from home, um, how you manage how you lead that group of people going forward, how you just do the do the business, you know do the tasks that you need to do um, as a team you know making sure people have got the right kit the, the digital technology. Um, and so on, the right processes around that. So a lot of people pivoting to, to, to digital signature, you know, getting things like DocuSign through with no problem now through to, you know, just noticing whether people are, are not themselves and that whole element of people's mental health and how they're coping with what is such a difficult and different period of time to be operating in and world to be operating out so I think that that side of of the leadership brief along with those um straightforward but uh, challenging supply chain specific elements of the leadership brief are things that I think we've seen as being challenges for leaders going forward at the moment
1: mm-hmm. all right let's move to another questions why is the field of supply chains and management lagging behind in choosing women as leaders? Can you also please uh, explain a bit?
2: Okay. I mean, I, I don't think in, it's in particular lagging behind every right. everyone else because I mm-hmm. think there are challenges across the board in terms mm-hmm. of, of women coming through. Um, so I think that, you know, it's the same um, types of, um, issues that we perhaps seeing uh, everywhere else um, things like um, we all tend to recruit people into our teams that that are like us so you know if you've got um, a leadership team or if you've got a supply chain team that's predominantly men then you know it's more likely perhaps that they'll recruit somebody that's like them to be in the team I think that um, there are certain uh, professions and disciplines where, you know, women are seen to be more appropriate and that, um, you know, some of the skills that um, you would perceive as being um, good quality skills in, in a male candidate for a for supply chain role, might be seen as as women being uh you know more too aggressive or too uh uh too assertive um so i think there's the same um issues around that that there are in other things I i also think that the connection um to ops and to the business um where again generally speaking um that's seen as as the bit that that perhaps men traditionally traditionally do, and you know a lot of supply chain leaders perhaps coming out of that side of the business um does mean that again you know back to the recruiting people like us, the pipeline being people like us um is is uh is true and I think also you know when you think back to education to young people coming through those routes, and again the careers advice or the suggested career paths that young people are Mm -hmm. are given that um okay well if we're lucky if supply chain and procurement are on the agenda in the first place and if they are you know potentially they're still seen as as perhaps roles that men would do and women would be more hr or 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 that side of that side of the brief. So I think there's, there's, there's a lot of challenges in supply chain management that are the same um, across uh, as there are anywhere else. Um, Mm -hmm. And to be honest, um, unless we, I think personally, unless we have a step change in what we're doing, um, we're the, the, um, the numbers of women coming through and the, the sort of angle of the curve in terms of getting towards a more diverse uh, group of people um, isn't going to change because, you know, eking out a couple of percent every year means that the tactics and the um, strategies that um, leaders are trying to, to create more diverse leadership teams aren't working and perhaps we need actually a complete change in what people are doing but again that's again not specific mm-hmm. to supply chain management but a, yeah. you know more of the same is not going to give us different results uh, as the saying goes we perhaps need to try something completely different to get all women through.
1: Yeah and uh, what are the impacts of woman leadership in a variety of a supply chain roles Helen?
2: Okay well I mean I think um, you know we all Start from the position that, you know, there are differences between men and women in terms of the way that their brains work. And that means that there's differences in the way that women approach, uh, problems uh, compared to men or issues compared to men. And that doesn't mean that they're better, but it does mean that they're different. And so, you know, I, I picked a couple of examples, um, that I wanted to, to use. In terms of the impact that women have, because I think they're just different lenses that women um, and women's uh, perceptions of problems bring to um, to to issues. So one that's quite recent is um, the new VP of procurement, Leanne Russell at BP, and she's been quoted quite widely in in the press um, and on social media. Um, as reflecting on letters that BP have sent to suppliers as being disrespectful, and that's during this COVID period. So that perhaps plays to um, the lens um, that women and women's um, approaches to, to um, issues has in terms of, of collaboration, of partnership, um, of communication, and that might uh, that actually seeing the relationship as with suppliers as being more collaborative is something that um, can be an impact that women, uh, women's leadership in in a role can bring. I think the other example I wanted to, to use was a CPO that, um, that I've uh, been connected uh, with for a number of years. Who's uh, Dapo Aji, who's uh, the VP manufacturing and tech ops at Janssen now. So she's come from a, an ops background and you know her focus is very much on business partnerships so again you know you've obviously got commercial and that side of things that that that's a part of a supply chain role but there's also in in her approach that lens on partnership and again that collaboration piece that connection piece which i think um are a couple of Um, impacts that that women's uh, leadership have brought to to roles I, i think more generally speaking and again it's not to 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 say um that that this is only women but you know women often have uh the main responsibility for the children so i think that often that they bring to roles um a perspective around balance around having to make choices and you know one of the back to covid one of the interesting things that's come out of the big move to work from home is that uh, both uh, mums and dads have uh, had to deal with the challenges of 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 the children um, and uh, not being able to put work first because the kids are there and 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 definitely young children don't always uh, don't always sit quietly uh, when you need them to when you've got a big meeting so i think that that's um other impacts that, uh, that women leadership can bring to a role, not, you know, because I think that women and women, women have to take time off when they have children. That does mean that, um, the work-life balance and, um, the importance of, of, of that side of things can, can be brought into a leadership role and, and it can be shown that that's not a, a detriment to what's, uh, what that person can bring. That actually that's, mm-hmm. um, just part of that a part of being people with uh, with lives and with other priorities as well as work.
1: All right. So uh, this is uh, would be our last question today. In your personal opinion, what is the future of women's literacy in chain?
2: Well, I think it's good. I mean, I think that, you know, as I've said, there's a number of um, really um, inspirational and able women coming through supply chain in all sectors so it's not you know in retail in um construction in defense in manufacturing so across the board we're seeing um women leaders coming through and you know you no. we had a saying on Procurious a few years ago you, you can't be what you, you you can't see um so you know the more uh, women coming through, see women leaders and um, there. That uh, gives them um, role models and people to aspire to be. Um, I wanted to pick out um, a few women um, that I think are quite inspirational going forward to sort of highlight the future of women's leadership and supply chain management. Uh, the first one is uh, Professor Amira Khan. Um, So she's doing some fantastic um, thinking and research on supply chain risk. You know, and Amira's um, pushing through and uh, and being thought leadership in an academic world um, that's particularly dominated by men. Also in academia, we've got Alexis Bateman, who um, is at MIT in uh, the Sustainable Supply Chains Section And, again, she's doing some fantastic um, thinking and leadership work on sustainability in supply chains. So, you know, that gives us some food for thought there. Uh, And the final person I wanted to call out, or woman I wanted to call out, is a young woman, and she's called Alyssa Strickland, and she's doing videos on TikTok explaining supply chains. So, you know, when we think about the future of women's leadership, it's not only those um, fantastic uh, women doing great thinking in academia, it's also someone like Alyssa who's on TikTok talking enthusiastically about supply chain, communicating with young people on that medium, and, and that gives me real hope for the future in terms of their leadership. So that's, that's my, my positive uh,
1: vibe for you there on the future. It's looking good. Awesome. Okay, so before we close today's conversation, Alan, do you have any key takeaways your final talk?
2: Um, I think my key takeaways really are that uh, is, is this thing about connection and collaboration. Um, you know, it's, it really is key going forward and that, you know, women and men, uh, we need to collaborate. We need to get out of our echo chambers and seek out new voices, you know, because it's diversity that yeah. I think is the key. It's not mm-hmm. men all women it's right. you know it's 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 men and women women and men um that are going to make good and and great uh, leaders and of course you know i would uh i'd like to leave you with this quote um from mother Teresa, which is uh it says you can do what i cannot do i can do what you cannot do together we can do great things and i'd encourage everybody to join Precurious. that's where we get together And we do great things. So that's my takeaways for you today.
1: All right. Cool. So thanks so much for today's talk, Helen. And I look forward to speaking with you at another time. See you and Goodbye. Thanks very much. Bye-bye.
0: At Bichara Supply Chain, we are committed to driving global perspective to embrace technological adaptation in improving process efficiencies. Don't forget to subscribe, like and share Bichara Supply Chain and stay tuned for the latest updates. To learn more, visit our website www.bicharasupplychain.com. Thank you for listening to us. We look forward to seeing you at our next episode.